Hello, friends, and welcome to the Monday Show 28. I'm your host, Wes. With me, as always, my good friend, Roots. Roots, March is finally upon us, friend, and I am excited. What about you? I am excited, and um, I wasn't expecting Half-Life Alex to fuck our schedule up, but, you know, the, the, the things that they released were so good that we had to put the show off um, an extra day, or at least it worked out that way. Uh, so <laughs> that's just uh, the beauty of life, right? Yeah. See, sometimes we delay things and we don't even know why until after it's done, right? Yep. Just works out. Everything happens for a reason and a uh, big believer of that. So I just roll with it. Yeah. And how about that Half-Life Alex, man? Were you as blown away as I was with it? Oh, yeah. I was, um, I was so blown away that, uh, I was telling you, I, I naively told Alex in the, um, in the discord oh yeah I'm, i i can wait i'm not gonna watch them and then it dawned on me i i have to watch them because i need to talk about them so um but uh, i ended up watching them several times just because it looked so good so i guess we'll end yeah, up talking that, about that in a little bit but yeah yeah that i was the same way i zapruitered that stuff down and i'm sure that in the coming uh days that people are even going to dissect it even further the way that they tend to do when it comes to valve news and valve releases but uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. First, we need to do uh, the Monday show. Yeah. And the way we always start the Monday show is by talking about what we've been playing. And this week, Roots, kind of inadvertently, uh, we have kind of got into some multiplayer stuff, didn't we? Yeah, none of them were supposed to happen. And then they both happened, and uh, it was kind of weird how it happened. So. Yeah, yeah, it's always cool when the Monday show comes together organically. And we just kind of end up in stuff together and like, oh, well, I guess we'll talk about this. And uh, that was the case when it came to half and half. Uh, you know, I've had this one in my library for a while. This is a formerly paid application on uh, both Oculus Rift S as well as Oculus Quest. Uh, but then like a month or two ago, it went free. So I put it in my uh, my library, of course, who doesn't love free stuff. Uh, but I never went, really went into it until you suggested it yesterday. And you went into it even before that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. It was funny because um, I wouldn't have gone into it either, except for um, Scion, gaming science teacher, and I were all playing um, some Dash Dash. And uh, we needed to find something that we could all do together because she's got a quest and we are on Rift. And um, I think Scion said, oh, what about Half-Half? And I was like, oh, I got that game. I don't even know what the hell that game is. And uh, so we decided to go into it, and uh, I was actually pretty su surprised at um, some of the games on there. Like this one here that they're about to show was my favorite, and uh, um, it's a hide-and-seek game. And uh, what's cool about it is you got one big guy, one, um, or I guess one team's big, one team's small, and the small person moves around by slingshotting themselves around. So you're this little guy, and you're slingshotting yourself around trying to keep away from the bigger guy. And uh, I don't know. I just had a lot of fun in it. It was um, it was way more fun than I thought it was going to be. And uh, you know, when you especially when you have six or seven or eight people in there running around, um, it was cool. Yeah, basically, what half and half is for those of you who don't know, it's a collection of multiplayer mini games, and the games themselves are fairly common staples among these types of uh, applications. But what really makes this game is just the kind of style and flavor it has. You go into the menu screen, and there are already people walking around in there 
just in the overworld. The, the, the menu screen is the overworld. And uh, they walk up to you and they try to talk to you, but if they're not in in your party, it's just uh, it's like a foreign language. It, they start talking and it's just la 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 la. And uh, that was my immediate first impression was just weirdness. And uh, but you know me, I like weird games, right? Yeah, it was weird because I was um I was sitting there and I was talking to them and I had to scion and gaming science teacher and I said. And somebody was like, la, la, la. So I thought that's what they were saying. So I was like, la, 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 back to them. And then it dawned on us that everybody was saying that. Um, and it's kind of like, I kind of equate it with um, like uh, peanuts, you know, the teacher, how it's wah, 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 wah. Um, you hear them talking, but you can't hear what they're saying. But uh, no, it's a good way of um, knowing that somebody's communicating. But I don't know. I like to, I like to talk to people. So um, I wanted to hear what they really had to say. Maybe I didn't, but. Um, I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe you should just party up with everybody you meet. Yeah, maybe. But uh, no, this but, uh, I, there were a couple in here that seemed like the games were a little redundant as far as like um, not as fun. But, you know, what was really cool is like, and I would suggest this for anybody, anybody that didn't win the free diver key and you are just craving to go swimming, um, you want that swimming mechanic, there's one door in there that it's just water and fish. And you literally, that's all you're doing is swimming around with that mechanic. And um, it felt really good, right? You were even saying it almost felt better moving around in there than Freediver, which is amazing because Freediver feels amazing. <laughs> yeah, well, it, what it is, is it, it seemed more conducive to a, an inexperienced player. Mm. It was easier to get around in. Uh, I like the, the mechanic in Freediver because it seems a little more realistic. Mm. But in this game, it was designed around uh, ease, easy mm. to do. And, uh, yeah, it was a very relaxing, tranquil uh, room that we were in when we were under the water. Sound effects were really cool. Uh, visually, while, while kind of basic, very crisp and colorful. And, uh, again, what I enjoyed probably most of all about this is just the style of it. You know, it was a very strange world to be in full of strange people and uh even though the games were kind of basic uh these games were chosen for a reason right these this stuff's fun to do when you've got uh got your friends with you yeah hide and seek was just so much fun man who doesn't want to be a small little uh, plankton creature and um and slingshot yourself around it just was so unique and um, like you were saying that you wished it was a little bit bigger because it's like was easy to get found. But like when we went in, it was like two in the morning and it was just me and you. And so it was just me looking for you or vice versa. But when you have a room full of people in there, um, it's a lot easier to not get caught. Uh, I got up to five orbs. I was I was took a while before I got caught. Um, but uh, you and I caught each other pretty quickly. So yeah yeah it was it wasn't that difficult when it was just the two of us uh but i like the concept i like the concept of uh a giant looking for a little person a little person hiding from a giant kind of reminded me of that um panoptic game that just came out not long ago that that entire game is kind of built around this mm -hmm. concept but uh uh yeah and it wasn't just the the two there was what like five or six different rooms that you could go in and play different games i think there were six doors uh, six or seven maybe but um, one was like flying there was like one that was uh i told you it was similar similar to rocket league but you were flying around with these uh like um 
like a hang glider type of thing to hit the ball and that was kind of cool um but uh no i uh i definitely enjoyed it and for a free game especially if you're looking for something to play between quest and pc uh this is a good one so yeah that one was kind of like soccer but you were playing with like this floating ball and uh bouncing into it by hang gliding into it that was probably my favorite one that was a lot of fun um we got uh, o shape or what is it what's it called i told you it's a pretty much a, a ghetto version of um uh what's that the, the, the name of this game we we're just talking about uh, yeah o shape is the uh the game that's built around this uh activity yeah no i like this one and you can ask scion you can ask gaming science teacher you can even ask wes i, I kicked everybody's ass on this so this is why i like that's the only reason i like this one for some reason i was good at it um wes is right was it your left arm or your right arm you said no matter what you did it didn't seem to want to go through there right yeah it was my right arm and i'm sure it had something to do with the uh the inside out tracking i was probably holding my arm in a in a blind spot it didn't seem like i quite got the angle right even when i had the pose down you know early on you know in and it's traveling to me for some reason i kept missing it and i couldn't get in it just right mm. Uh, that was that was fun too. No, I I definitely yeah. had a good time, and it's definitely one of those things that uh, for free, why not try it, right? Yeah. Well, here's the good thing about it being free. Uh, you know, one of the most one of my biggest pet peeves with the Oculus ecosystem is the fact that there is no family sharing. So if you want to play a multiplayer game with uh, someone in your family, and you have a quest and you have a rift. Uh, you can't because you have to sign into your account on both. They don't allow you to, to have like remote play like Steam does or uh, or family sharing like Steam does. You, you basically, uh, if you want to play multiplayer on most games, you have to buy a second copy. But you kind of negate that if uh, the game itself is free. So now all you have to have is another Oculus account. You can uh, purchase the free game. And uh, now all of a sudden, I can sign in on my quest. I can put anyone on my rift, and we can play multiplayer locally, and uh, no no issues. So that is uh, one of the biggest pluses about a game like this. And not only that, but uh, these types of games are the type of games that my kids are just going to love to play. Yeah, I can see your kids playing that hide and seek. Mary, how cool was it when, like, you were little and I was big, or vice versa? That um, your voice changed to like a sound like a, a giant or a tiny little person as well. All of a sudden, Wes is like, hey, what's going on? You know, it's just really yeah. cool, man. It was funny. Yeah, again, that, that's the the biggest um, the biggest plus here is the style. It really has style, it has character, that, uh, this game. And um, I enjoyed the time we put in. I don't know what we play for 45 minutes, maybe an hour. Now, let me ask you this. Would you have enjoyed it as much if you had dropped like 10 bucks for it or 15 bucks? Because I got it for free and I loved it as a free game. Um, I, I don't know if I would have been as happy paying for it. Maybe that's why it's free, right? Yeah, that that's it. It's a, it's a good free game. I mean, if you had to pay for it, maybe five bucks for it. The the Again, these are common mini games. They're, it's not like, I mean, it, it's a unique spin on all of them. You know, they, you've never played them quite like this. Uh, but if I had to pay for it, it would take away the uh, 
the option for me to play multiplayer with my mm. family. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know about it as a paid title, but as a free one, uh, 100% recommend. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so let's talk about a paid multiplayer title. And let's talk about one we just spoke about on our last episode, the Museum of Other Realities. Uh, you know, I found this thing intriguing. Uh, and I said that, then, you know, I've had my eye on this one for a while, but it wasn't until this past week when it came out of uh, early access into full release and it uh, came into Viport Infinity that I actually made the leap and jumped in it last night with you. And um, enjoyable, right? Felt like uh, felt like you were in a real museum, did it not? Yeah. What I liked about it is, um, you know, like you have all these different programs that create stuff like this and you you see different things like somebody will make a video or whatever. And you're like, Oh, that looks cool. Um, to just have them all these different experiences or I guess art pieces that you could go in and, um, and look around. And what was cool about this one, like you were saying, this is the best one and you actually had different drinks, right? Like if you, and I don't know, I guess that was the whole thing, right? If you had one, you could shrink yourself to a small, um, if you drank one drink and you could make yourself big to a giant size, and um, I thought that was pretty cool, you know, like even just the artwork you were saying we went in this one when we shrunk ourselves down, everything looked different. I mean, it was the same, but different. It was a different take on it. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that, that's kind of the whole thing with art. Uh, art is all about perspective and the Museum of Other Realities allows you to see every piece from different vantage points and, and you can shrink yourself to miniature size or grow to giant size by drinking uh, this infinite supply of drinks that that you uh, generate. Or uh, if a uh, a specific piece is meant to be viewed from a specific vantage point, you can literally teleport into the art, and it'll make you uh, change to the scale that you're supposed to be viewing it on. Uh, very impressive. A very unique and cool idea for viewing this 3d art yeah well how cool was it that one um art piece we were in uh you were like dude there's a hole in the ground and i was like what and so we we dropped down in there and it was a whole different level of stuff i was like what the hell man i don't know man this is and i you know you stayed in there an hour after um after i did because i had to work in a couple hours but um i want to go back in and and because we only I only touched a small fraction. That map was huge. And uh, and there's got to be so much artwork in there that it's just amazing. Yeah, it kind of goes to show you um, why. Uh, why Medium and Quill have been included with Oculus Rift since the Oculus Touch controllers uh, were launched. You know, everybody kind of always ho-hummed those two programs being included because i'm not going to use that you're not going to use that why do we even have them well now you start to see how it benefits roots because here we are two years later and now we get to experience all this amazing art uh from actually in the inside out and i think that's the coolest thing about this kind of art is you're not staring through a window at it the same thing i love about vr games uh i'm coming to find out i also love about vr art yeah, being able to go into it. How cool was that one that had, was like a a circle and it was spinning and like it had you stand and it would like 
spin around you kind of so like you were looking through a, a wind a portal that was moving and changing in the angles i don't know man it was just so cool um this makes me want to go back in right now yeah it was kind of awesome and i didn't get to see it all that was another thing that really impressed me about it fairly big museum wasn't it yeah it was huge and it's only 20 bucks so that's not bad i mean of course it didn't cost us anything because uh well, it cost me the infinity uh membership but um now nah, man if for for the what you get for this, this is definitely worth 20 dollars, and um it's huge and like i said i've only seen probably three percent four percent of of the museum and uh and we were in there probably well over an hour i would think so. yeah we spent a lot in that one that had multiple levels just because there was so much going on in it um but when it comes to a value proposition for 20 bucks uh, it's a little iffy. I, I want to wait and see. I want to see how often they add new content to it because that's kind of the thing here. Uh, with it just as is for 20 bucks, if it were to stay like that forever, I, I'm not so sure. But this is a museum, right? So I expect things to be added and subtracted. I expect this thing to change over time. And if that's the case, yeah, I, I think absolutely it's worth $20. Yeah. Well, only time will tell. We'll get to see if it's uh, weasel approved. So. Yeah, well, it's definitely uh, a recommend if you have iPort Infinity. I mean, all you're uh, spending then is uh, is your time. And unlike a lot of these, you know, art applications in VR where you're taking in art, uh, these guys figured it out by adding in the multiplayer um, aspect to it. That's really uh, a big value-added proposition for me is the fact that I can go in with Roots and we can uh, enjoy this stuff together. Yeah, because it's you get that different perspective and you're talking to somebody and you're 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 looking at it and messing around and it just makes it a, a more of a um, pleasant experience. And you know, like if I'm going to go to an art museum, I don't see myself ever going by myself, Wes. That seems weird to me. You know, that's. Uh, almost as weird as going to a restaurant by yourself, even though I do that. Um, but, uh, you know, there's just certain things you expect to see somebody else with somebody, you know, but yeah, uh, I, I think that more, uh, games and applications should, uh, take a page out of their book. Uh, everything's more enjoyable with a friend and, uh, especially these types of things where you're going to, what is supposed to be like a physical space uh obviously you should be able to bring friends with you uh, another one of the things that really bothered me about amusement park games in vr is that they're all single player uh when obviously it would be so easy for them to do what they've done here and just allow you to you know experience the overworld with a friend even if you can't do all the rides and activities together just to be able to walk through the uh the parks or museums with a friend and comment on what you're seeing uh it really really adds a lot to the experience oh yeah summer Funland, dude as a multiplayer would be so fun you know like the balloon ride just everything would be just a lot better so. yeah that's specifically what i was thinking about how good would summer Funland be if uh, if you could bring friends with you yeah they need to do it anyway uh two great multiplayer titles that we just happened to go into uh because we wanted to and 
turns out that they were both very rewarding experiences and uh, both recommended from myself and Roots alike. Yep. All right, so that's going to bring us to our monthly ritual here. February has gone, March is upon us, so we're going to quickly take a look back at what February brought us in terms of VR releases and then take a look ahead at what March promises. So the game of the month, February Roots, when we sat here a month ago and looked ahead into February, there was pretty much nothing to look at. I mean, we had a handful of confirmed releases, but not much to talk about. And we said it then, the same thing that we say every month, there's going to be surprise releases. And while some of these might not be the greatest releases in the world, we did have some releases in February, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we actually had a few um, surprises as well. So, I mean, like you said, yeah. we weren't expecting much. Um, and uh, we actually had quite a list of, of games in each category, not like last one where it was like, okay, this is what came out, and this is also what is the game of the month. So, Right, right. So, yeah, in January, we didn't even break it down by platform like we normally do. We just kind of spouted off a few things because that's all there was. At least this month, there's enough for us to segregate it. PSVR, Quest, and PC VR. So let's start with PlayStation VR. We got uh, from Visual Light on February 6th, we got Throw Anything, which as I uh, mentioned last month, uh, we knew this was coming. They, they postponed it into February. But uh, PSVR players been waiting on this one for quite some time and uh, fairly well received. I feel like the people who played this liked it. Uh, and that was our first release of the month for February. Um, then we got Darkness Roller Coaster. And, you know, this is one that's always intrigued me because every time I look at it, this thing looks pretty cool to me. But man, the reviews are harsh on this one, Roots. People have no love for the Darkness roller coaster. Really? What are they saying? I haven't even seen anything about it um, as far as what people like or don't like about it. It they says say it's, it's the a, best. A, 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 I'm sorry. What, what it, was that? Uh, it just said it was the best roller coaster in the in the promo, so it must be, right? <laughs> well, there you go. Rush of blood. You might as well just yeah. uh, pack it up and go home yeah, because Darkness up. roller coaster takes the title. It looks now people cool. basically just say it's a janky, uh, broken mess. Mm -hmm. But uh, just based on scenery alone, even if I'm not trying to shoot things and and do all the other stuff they've got in here, I gotta feel like it's worth a ride through just to see all this stuff, right? Yeah. What do you think? Do you think they'll get the the shooting down um, right? Because it does. It looks really cool. It looks um, it just looks different and unique, you know. And if uh, Rush of Blood was so good. Um, I want another roller coaster where I'm shooting shit. You know, I'd love it in in PC as well, man. You know, don't limit this stuff to PlayStation, please. Yeah, uh, th this is one of those I'd like to try for myself because, as you know, I don't always see eye to eye with these um, with the PSVR reviewers. Most of the time, I do, but every now and then, I feel like they engage in a little bit of groupthink. And when the top guys say something sucks, then everybody it just kind of trickles down. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. Uh, I'd like to try it for myself. And then uh, if it sucks, uh, you know, Weasel will be honest about it. And if it's good, you know, we've done it before. You know, everybody says it sucks. 
but we say to the contrary it doesn't uh, I'll tell you that too so uh, this this one I'm not sure exactly how much it costs but I'm pretty sure it's sub ten dollars mm. I might pick this one up just to check it out yeah I was gonna say maybe the devs need to just throw you a key or both both the key we'll we'll talk about it sure well sure which we could uh we could actually just do with one key on this because oh, that's right. we have a uh the the virtual strangers psn we could we could share one here yeah true let's do it anyway i thought this looks cool uh most people say it sucks uh to be continued yeah all right uh then there was bullet sorrow and they said this one was aptly named roots mm. uh that it that really is a lot of uh, bullets and a lot of sorrow. And uh, I watched Brian Paul play through a little bit of this one. I, I do think that uh, this is probably one that's best stayed away from. What was the uh, problem with it? Just not. Oh God. So many problems with it. Like you can't move freely across any room in it. It's kind of a wave shooter mm. game, but you move through it. But uh, like, say I wanted to teleport to the other side of the room. Uh, there's a loading screen like there's constant loading screens if you go over there it has to load that section of the room no it's uh that's bad yeah. that's real bad um yeah yeah i don't know this doesn't look that good anyway so uh you know it, it looks like a, a gen one indie game and very very indie um yeah not not the best game bullet sorrow okay uh, then there was the Space Channel 5 VR. Kind of fucky newsflash. Roots, uh, I think I've made my feelings pretty clear on what I think about this <laughs> story-driven uh, dance game. But uh, people seem to be loving it. Uh, what, what do you think? This needs to be a Wes uh, because I said so special because you've been emphatic about this game and, and your thoughts. But what's funny is I legitimately have seen um, people that I respect in the PlayStation field that say, oh man, I played this back in the day and this is amazing. And I'm like, are you really like, <laughs> because it just <laughs> looks so ridiculous, but there's something to this game. People are excited about it. And people that have played it in the past were really excited about it. Um, so it makes me, you know, I don't know that I want to try it per se, but I do want to see what more about it. Um, I don't know, man. Maybe I will yeah, dance with well, aliens. It's got a story too, man. So, well, that's the thing. I mean, it does have that saving grace. At least there is some story here. Uh, here's the other cool thing about this: uh, it launched with a free demo, so we can try it out mm. and see at least what the game's all about if we choose to do so. Yeah, I might have to check that out, man. Because uh, you know, who doesn't want to dance it up? I mean, I, I like the outfits, but you know, other than that, it's definitely man. This is such a bizarre looking game, dude. I just, it intrigues me from that standpoint. I just want to, I want to know what the story, what kind of story could possibly fit into this game to make sense. Huh. Yeah, well, maybe we'll check it out. I'm, uh, I'm pretty close to dusting off the, the PSVR and, uh, and jumping back in. We'll, we'll talk about that a little later in the show. Uh, so maybe when I get back into PSVR, I'll check this one out as well. And uh, on a side note, that used to piss me off so bad when people would talk about dusting off the PSVR and getting back into it. And uh, now here I am, Roots. It's been probably two months since I put my PSVR on. Yeah, I haven't touched mine for probably about as long. And I know we're both going to because we're going to be going into uh, um, racers and stuff. So um, I have to. I have to go back into it. I, uh, 
And I don't know why I avoid it. I guess I avoid it just because of the, it's gotta be the, um, the, uh, the headset, right? Cause it's just not as good as the other ones. Once PS VR two comes out, then, uh, it'll be amazing. Well, I mean, with me, it's, it's always been about the games with PlayStation VR and to be honest, there just haven't been any damn releases for it. Everything's been ports that I can play on PC and you know, the PC headset is, has better visuals now than it did a year ago. So, you know, I have no need to go in and play these ports on PlayStation VR. Now, uh, case in point, you know, normally we say, okay, we're only, when we do these month in review type things like we're doing here, we say, okay, we're only going to, these. this isn't everything that's come out on the platform. These are just the ones we mm -hmm. pick. You know, we always say that. This is everything that came out this month. This This PSVR list I'm giving you, these five games, this is all that came out on PSVR this month. Yeah, they're definitely hungry on the in the PlayStation world for yeah, sure. Man. And uh, that that brings us to the fifth and final PSVR release of the month, a surprise out of nowhere release of Freediver Triton Down from Archiact. Uh, not a lot to say here that we haven't said already. Roots, this is a phenomenal experience, albeit short. Uh, a triple uh, A, a triple A story driven game with. Uh, such an innovative uh, locomotion style. Uh, this isn't one to be missed. No, for sure. And immersion is uh, definitely there. And if you want to be upside down, capsized in a sinking ship and feel like you're about to die and need to get out, this is the game to make you feel like you need to get the fuck out of there. Um, for me, anyway, it really did. Many times I thought, man, I need to I need to get to some air here. Um, very yeah, stressful. Uh, yeah, that's kind of the thing with this game, right? It's all about uh, breathing. You know, you, you think it's about the maze that you're trying to navigate. Mm -hmm. But really, it's all just about, you know, don't drown. Don't forget to breathe, right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Anyway, uh, there we have it, folks. Five releases, the only five. I, you know, listen, PSVR guys, I, I, I'm with you. It's a It's a wonderful platform. But I've seen so much denial about the state of PSVR from those people. Uh, it's a slow time. It's okay for it to be a slow time. We understand why, you know, it's coming. Next year is going to be a PSVR year. Uh, but we, we need to understand here and be honest. Uh, slim Pickens in PSVR land, right? Yeah, for sure. Anyway, um, the uh, game of the month for PSVR you know, most people would probably say the Space Channel 5 because that was their big AAA $40 game. Uh, not in my world roots. I got to be honest with the people here and speak my mind. Uh, it's got to be Freediver for me. What about you? Yeah, I would have to agree. Um, you know, out of those, I mean, uh, I haven't tried Space Channel 5. I don't know what the story is. Like I said, people swear by it they rave by it i can only go by what i've played and uh, free diver was just so good um i'd say hands down it was the best of the five for sure either that or darkness roller coaster but no just kidding um you know i feel like darkness roller coaster has a chance maybe they'll unjank it wes and we'll be raving about it six months from now yeah, maybe maybe we will uh so let's do this then because we often you know we don't get to play all these games and um 
So we often base our game of the month on uh, what other people say and what other people think about it. So we're going to give it to Freediver, obviously, because it's such a great game and we know that. But we often pick a runner-up. And what that means is, is at the end of the year, when we look back at the PlayStation VR game of the year, we won't just look at what we picked for the game of the month. We also look at the, the runners-up or the special mentions. Uh, so we'll give Space Channel 5 a special mention this month. It might turn out to be a very good game and a very popular one at that. Uh, so at the end of the year, when we go back to look at February, uh, we'll, we'll allow Space Channel 5 to be on the list. Yeah. So, uh, game of the month, Freediver, runner-up, Space Channel 5, VR, kind of funky newsflash. How classic would it be first. if you um, tried it, and this time next month you were like, I fucked up, Space Channel 5, the funky, whatever the hell you just said, it was the best game hands down, I should have never, never questioned it. The story brought it all together, and it's probably not going to happen. Well, well, here's a little bit of the truth for you. Uh, the fact is, is that VR has allowed me to enjoy so many genres that I didn't enjoy on a flat screen. Uh, so I, I've come to realize over time that you shouldn't just discount anything in VR without trying it first. And uh, so it absolutely could. I could get in there and start dancing and realize find a find a part of myself that i didn't know existed roots yeah i want to see it <laughs> nobody wants to see no. that <laughs> okay and now that's going to bring us to the oculus quest and as weak of a month as psvr had i'd say it's just the opposite with oculus quest with new roots that the uh oculus quest had a pretty solid month Oh yeah, hands down. Um, which is kind of funny because I, like I was saying, um, the PC looks just as, eh, but uh, whenever you have a uh, new platform, it's a lot easier for um stuff to port over, right? Yeah, yeah. Oculus Quest definitely the winner this year. Uh, first of all, they got O Shape, which was a uh, a title that you referenced a moment ago. Uh, you know, I always kind of thought of this as just being a a fitness app without really looking at it to see what it actually is but this thing actually looks pretty fun uh definitely something to get you moving right yeah it looks like something your kids like you were saying earlier would really like and um i was watching one of the videos a little while ago and it was uh was it um a cha-cha slide or something man and they were doing the you know clap your hands and coming in and with the, those things and it, it, it the beat was so good um it just looks like it actually looks like a, a different <laughs> I hate to say it, a different rhythm game that is fun, right? That has something different to it. You're you're trying to go through these shapes and you're trying to hit these things all to the music. Uh, it's pretty cool. I liked it. And I haven't yeah. played it, but it looks cool. I, I hate to say it, but uh, when it comes to the rhythm games, I've actually seen a few new ones lately that don't look bad. <laughs> I mean, they, they look like Beat Saber. They look like Autica. But they look polished and good, and they look different enough to, to warrant a, a look. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't hurt that it's got, you know, an attractive chick in here. This pre preview for me either. But, no, it looks good, man. I, I, I um almost want to do O-Shape now. I'll have to pick it up. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, it looks like something I'd play for about 10 minutes and go, holy shit, my <laughs> legs hurt. I'm not doing that anymore. Well, you're, as much as this uh, chick in these shorty shorts makes me want to go out and buy it. 
Well, you know, what's cool about this is that you, um, you can play multiplayer against other people. I watched uh, Zim and his uh, wife do it on one of his streams. And um, so I think that'd be pretty cool too, right? Going up against your wife. And this is one that she could prop. Well, yeah, she could do it, right? With her arm. Because she uh, twist it maybe danger not. zone, Roots. Yeah. It's danger. That's, we've got to keep that stable for a couple more weeks at least. Yeah, this is not the time to start messing with it, right? You know what the good thing about putting these kind of chicks in uh, VR commercials are as, as well? Mm. Is uh, they could be a total butterface. And not, you're, you're sliding that. It's like a it's like a virtual paper bag you're sliding over there, right? Yeah. Yeah. She, I mean, you're right. Who knows what's going on behind there? Sometimes you ever she seen... might have uh, she, her, her eyeballs <laughs> might be going off like this. I was just about to say, have you ever seen like that chick at the beach or something? And man, you're like, man, um, she's so fine. And she turns around, and takes her glasses off and you're like, whoa, what the? And it doesn't even have to be eyes. It could just be something that's weird in the facial features. And you're just like, nah, man. It's kind of like the the bald guy that turns around at the convenience store. And he's got that weird fucking cone head or whatever. <laughs> like, nah, man. <laughs> not not happening. Uh, back to VR. Yeah. <laughs> uh, O-Shape wasn't it. We also got uh, Ghost Giant, a former PlayStation VR uh, exclusive from way back when PSVR was winning last year. Uh, uh, an excellent title. And from all accounts... An excellent port onto the Oculus Quest. Yeah, this is a game I want to play. I'm kind of hoping comes to PC because I want to play this game. I didn't play the full thing through, and um, I only didn't play the whole thing through because of what you said with all the weird shit with the tracking and you're moving and you you're like it was like you were fighting against something in the PlayStation VR. Um, I want to I want to Oculus Quest it up or PC VR it up. So. Yeah, I watched uh, PD play this not long ago. Paradise Decay did a very good video on it, and uh, uh, it looked like uh, uh, an excellent port. It looked like it, it ported perfectly in the Oculus Quest, and, and like you said, full freedom of movement, no no weird track, tracking jank with uh, with this one like you got with the PSVR. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. That's the only thing that's holding the PlayStation VR. That's I think that's the main thing that keeps me out of it most of the time is is thinking about running into tracking issues which doesn't happen all the time but i've had such ghost giant experiences at different times that it's i'm traumatized Wes. i need to get over it anyway uh a story driven uh third person diorama game here uh environmental puzzler uh absolutely high quality title here um and one of the better releases of 2019 if i'm being honest yeah for sure and then we had one we already spoke about freediver triton down um you know already fun to be able to swim around roots but be able to do it in uh without the uh tether just uh, another degree of freedom yeah. Seven degrees of freedom with the Oculus Quest roots. Yeah, I'm kind of jealous of all those Quest people getting to to do that for sure. I mean, was it that, that much different for you as well, right? Did you like it? I, was, I mean, honestly, the, the experience was uh, very similar. Uh, this game, it, it, the locomotion style is a very freeing thing as it is already. So if I'm being totally honest, the, the tether really isn't that big of a deal with it. Um but as far as the quest port goes, uh, this was the version that I tried and, uh, excellent, excellent job porting it over. 
Uh, obviously, not quite as pretty as the PC version, but certainly sufficient. And uh, one of the very few uh, immersive adventures on uh, Oculus Quest. So, uh, again, a very good title. Yeah. And then to round out the month, 11 table tennis. You know, Roots, uh, I always want to... I enjoy table tennis. I like I like the ping pong, and uh, I still haven't tried any real ping pong games out. And uh, I always kind of thought Racket Fury was the one, but uh, to hear people talk about Eleven, I think Eleven might be it. Yeah, the physics look really good. You know, I um I played a lot of ping pong um growing up, and uh, I like it. So I mean, if you could get a a game to where you, it just feels real and right, um. I think it's awesome. Yeah, this one certainly looks more realistic than the uh, Racket Fury. I guess what it's going to come down to for me is which one has the better uh, multiplayer features. Because mm. obviously, you're you're not going to want to sit and and play the computer constantly. You want to test yourself against other people. That's the whole fun of playing a game like ping pong. So uh, uh, I got to imagine. Uh, with a lot of people staying indoors these days, uh, games like this are a uh, are a blessing, right? Yeah, yeah, especially with the coronavirus. Don't want to uh, get sick playing ping pong, doing VR. Ping pong. Yeah, ping, ping pong. pong. Ping pong. <laughs> anyway, uh, game of the month, Oculus Quest Roots. Uh, this one kind of difficult for me. Uh, two outstanding titles for Oculus Quest this month. Um, so I guess what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring it down to uh, weaknesses. And uh, Freediver has one weakness that Ghost Giant doesn't have roots, and that is it's only an hour long mm. uh, or, or 90 minutes in the case of the extended cut. Uh, Ghost Giant, a good solid five to six hour campaign. Uh, I'm going Ghost Giant this month. What about you? Yeah, me too. Um, for the same reason. Uh, both really good games, but... Uh... Um, Ghost Giant is just uh, a little bit more of a complete package as far as, you know, full-fledged um, uh, adventure, six hours, you know. Yeah, and what a month for Quest, you know, that they have a limit on uh, how many of these, you know, story-driven adventures that they have. There aren't very many of them. To get two top-quality AAA experiences like that in one month, uh, February was very kind to Quest, right? Yeah, spoiled bastards. Well, next to the PlayStation VR guys. That's what they're thinking. That's not what Roots is thinking. That's what they're thinking. If you want to get mad at them, that's fine. All right, so we're going to go uh, Ghost Giant with, for the Oculus Quest Game of the Month, and we're going to put Freediver down as the runner-up. Uh, can't go wrong either way, right? Yeah, I agree. All right, and that brings us to... PCVR, uh, an interesting month for PCVR. Some of the stuff we knew was coming, others we didn't. Uh, some strange games. One might even say bizarre. Yeah, super uh, bizarre. <laughs> and uh, that that brings us to our first release, Bizarre Barber from Synesthetic Echo, came out on February 26th. Uh, we kind of made fun of this game last last uh, month, Roots, when we were looking forward to february uh because you know th there wasn't a whole lot to look at and um I, from what i can tell people are having fun playing this man mm, teach their own i don't know man i don't know that i uh 
I've changed my opinion. I'd have to try it first to really change my opinion on this one. Um, you know, the only thing this one has going for it is it's colorful. You know, it's not even fast enough to really be, like, it's just going so slow, you know? Like, is that, right. that's just to me, is it's just bizarre. Oh. It is very bizarre. And uh, the good thing about this, as of most, as with most games of this sort, uh, you can play it on Viport. So if we want to try it out, we can, right? Yeah, I think maybe we should, just so we know how good it is. Yeah. I mean, look at that. Look at that thing. Look at her pants, dude. <laughs> Every time I see this trailer, I just, uh, her pants are so, I don't know. I don't even know what they are, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, that brings us to another bizarre game, Smush.tv. Uh, this this is an interesting concept, Roots. Uh, it's a asymmetrical multiplayer game where the VR player is kind of inside this game of Tetris, and the object for the uh, VR player is to climb to the top. And then all the meanwhile, outside of the game, there's someone playing on a flat monitor trying to squish the, or smush rather, the VR player. Uh, it, it's uh, uh, the... The non-VR player can only attack on rhythm with the music, and you can port your own tracks into the game. So uh, definitely one here that I that I want to uh, try out. Uh, for the record, Roots and I tried to play this over Steam Remote Play recently and had some difficulty getting the game started. Uh, but hopefully at some point in the future, we're going to get to try this one out because I think it looks really cool and, and fun. Yeah, I think... Um... We spent an hour trying to get it to work, and I was frustrated. But, yeah, definitely, um, if we can get it working uh, the way it's supposed to, I think it'll be amazing. You know, the, the biggest problem is it's it's really designed for playing with people in the same room with you versus over the Internet. So, um, you know, I mean, if I had somebody sitting right here, it would have been no issue. It's just the fact we were trying to do it in a way that we just didn't understand. So. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, we were doing something wrong. Uh, I've reached out to the developer to get some instruction of how to connect up over remote play because this is the 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 online feature of this game. Really, there is no online feature of this game. You have to play it through the Steam Remote Play uh, feature, which is outside of the game. And uh, for some reason, I couldn't get out of local. It kept wanting to put me into a local game, which worked perfectly. I mean, I could sign right in with my controller and my headset but uh obviously we were doing something wrong the developers said that they're going to uh create a post probably on their discord probably on steam to explain to people how to do this correctly they also sent me a video of, of uh how to uh, connect up so hopefully next time we get in their roots we can uh we can connect up and uh, play smush it up smush it up Smush yeah. it down. Yeah. Smush it all around. And the the cool thing about it is um I can put some slayer in here and uh we can play or some clutch and uh we can play to some actual good music for a change. Taylor Swift. Taylor no, Swift, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ganyam style. Yeah. yeah. Some Ganyam style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, uh the next release we're gonna talk about was actually a surprise release this month. Soul Axiom rebooted from Wales Interactive. Uh, this one just kind of fell into our laps, Roots. We, we heard it was coming one day. Within a week, we had it. 
and uh, this was a flat game, uh, a puzzle game, cyberpunk story-driven puzzle adventure. Um, brought into VR, rebuilt from the ground up with new visuals, brought into VR. Haven't got a chance to play this one yet, but man, I think this thing looks pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't, I um, forgot about it actually, but yeah, it looks really cool. I haven't had a chance to check it out either. So Yeah, um, a lot of people, you know, when I'm reading VR reviews on it, people being critical of the fact that it isn't, uh, it isn't a built from the, it doesn't play like a built from the ground up VR experience. It's more of, kind of like a gamepad game the way it plays mm -hmm. but uh, i've played a lot of games like that so it really that really isn't a negative to me and so far as i can tell it's the only thing people are criticizing on it they say the puzzles uh the puzzles are really good really clever uh and uh that there's lots of them a lot of gameplay here yeah why can't people just enjoy vr games that are gamepad like why does it have to be built from the ground up to be enjoyable like i enjoy uh Resident Evil, you know, Alien Isolation, you know, or any game that's, I don't know, man. It just, to me, it just seems weird. Yeah. Well, some people, when they think virtual reality, they think simulation and they just can't uh, get behind the concept of playing a video game from the inside, but it's still being a video game. Yeah. But, uh, to each their own. They don't have to like it. Only I have to like it. And uh, this is one that I'm definitely interested in. Uh, price tag that doesn't break the bank i think this thing's like twelve dollars um so yeah definitely one i'm looking forward to checking out cool uh then we have one that i actually did get a chance to play in scraper gauntlet uh it is the dreaded wave shooter roots but to be honest as far as wave shooters go this one highly polished with a lot of uh room to advance your character and your weapons uh, as far as wave shooters go, this one's a pretty solid one. Yeah, so I guess the whole thing is the the being able to modify your guns how you want them. Is that like the uh, the draw? Yeah, you you uh, you gain points as you clear the rounds and you spend those points, kind of like um, the progression in Borderlands Two, mm. character progression. Only it's not just for your character; it's for your weapons as well. Yeah, uh, cool. Yeah, they're very cool. High paced action uh wave shooter but again a wave shooter so you know if you're one of these people that just can't stand wave shooters anymore then you might want to steer clear but if you like to shoot the way i like to shoot uh you know priced accordingly i think this is another one that's like 10 or 12 bucks uh, not an expensive game and uh fun yeah and then we come to Silicon Rising, another shooting-based game, but not just all about the shooting. That's what they say, Roots. Uh, there's some driving, some other things. Uh, another one of these games that uh, is a lot of glitz, a lot of shine, a pretty game, uh, but from what I'm reading, uh, it has a ways to go in terms of gameplay. Uh, there are There's a lot of room for improvement here. Uh, did you read any of the reviews? Have you uh, checked anything out about this since it released? No, I didn't. Uh, it's another one that I saw was coming out, and I thought, wow, this looks amazing. And then I, it just kind of disappeared into my uh, dust, I guess. I don't know. So you're saying it's not received very well? Uh, I'm saying it's mixed reviews. And uh, the good thing about this is it's kind of like with Seeking Dawn. Uh, they've kind of It's an early access game, and they've kind of released a roadmap for it 
for improvements. So they're gonna. This game is a work in progress. So while it's not perfect yet, uh, this isn't the final version. This is a game that's going to continue to be improved over time. And I see a lot of potential with it. Uh, I, for one, enjoy cyberpunk. I, for one, enjoy arcade arcade style games. And uh, that's what you have here. Yeah, that could be good. All right, man. Uh, it's a rough one. It's hard to pick a, a game of the month out of these five. So much, uh, you know, potential here. Um, I'm going to go with Soul Axiom Rebooted, to be quite honest. Uh, when it comes down to it, uh, a lot of game here for uh, not a lot of money. And uh, probably the most polished out of uh, the five games what do you say i have to agree i mean it was a toss-up between this and B bizarre barber but this one um looks like a game that i actually might enjoy playing so i kind of leaned that way um but no this one looks good it looks really good actually so yeah and to be quite honest i really wish we could have got in and played smush uh because i think there's a lot of potential there but uh you know a game like smush at all depends on the gameplay and it could be a cool concept on paper but if it isn't implemented right then uh, i can't honestly sit here without playing it and call it the game of the month so uh yeah we're gonna call it soul axiom rebooted this month and uh no runner-up just uh soul axiom rebooted for the game of the month pcvr final answer all right, Roots, now comes the fun part. It's time to look ahead. And looking ahead into March, a completely different experience than a month ago when we were looking ahead into February, right? Yeah, it's like you look at so many um, games in last month and you were like, man, there ain't shit coming out. As a matter of fact, a lot of them we didn't even know, but the list that we see coming out now, um, I'd say almost every single one I want to try, you know? To some extent so well uh there's a reason for that and the reason being is it absolutely is true here that this isn't everything that we know is coming in march i actually just picked the ones the highlights hmm. uh for march and we've got seven pretty banging ass titles here and i want to play every one of them and uh we're going to start with the room vr a dark matter we've talked about this uh for many times, uh, many different, uh, I mean, there aren't many weeks that go by that we haven't said something on this game, right? Yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, um, there's been a few weeks that I've been doing, uh, the thumbnail and, um, for like the Sunday show or whatever. And I, uh, like, I can't use the room again. We just did that last week, you know, um, because it just keeps coming up in the news and, uh, it just looks good. Well, it's days are uh as a part of our content our numbered roots because march 26 for all platforms mm. the room vr dark matter coming out uh this is a uh a story-based escape the room game based on a very popular mobile franchise uh it looks high quality roots it looks cool it takes place in the early part of the uh, 20th century uh it looks like you're gonna have to solve a mystery uh and it looks like uh, the mystery itself is a dark matter. Yeah, looks good. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, and uh, yeah, me too. And uh, that brings us to another one that uh, I pretty much am drooling at the prospect of, and that is Lies Beneath. We just found out about this one, Roots, last week. 
this was um, coming from Drift, Drifter Entertainment, the people who brought us Gunheart. And uh, this is a survival horror game, first-person shooter survival horror game based on classics like Silent Hill and Resident Evil. Um, kind of a comic booky art style. Coming to Quest on March 31st. Coming to PCVR two weeks later. Uh, Roots, I cannot wait for this one. Well, for a uh, game that I didn't even know existed this time last week, this is one of my most anticipated games of the month. Um, next to obviously the the biggest one, um, but uh, no, this one looks amazing, and it's the art style and and just the uh, like we said last week, the pedigree of the developers. You know, uh, there's some good people, and there's some. I know there's a Halo, a couple of Halo people. I mean, they they know what they're doing, and uh, so I'm excited to see what they're going to do with this completely different genre that they've. Uh, it's completely different than their last game, but it looks amazing. Yeah, it does look amazing, and if if it. If that everything you said wasn't enough, uh, this is coming from Oculus Studios. How many bad games have we had coming from Oculus? Studios? Not many. Even the bad games are still good. Like you know, uh, Marvel Powers. People bitched about that, but what a polished game! And um, really, was just the uh, the whole politics of of Marvel and trying to put a specific type of game that nobody wanted. Um, I think uh, this is going to be a banger, man. I think it's going to be amazing. Yeah, I agree. And I can't wait to try it out. March 31st on Oculus Quest. And uh, another one that's likely to, uh, we're likely to be talking about it this time next month. Not only as we look back at March, but as we look ahead into April. Yeah. That brings us to the PlayStation VR. And finally, some relief for the PSVR community because Separation, a game that was supposed to come out in February but got pushed back, uh, set to come out today, Roots. Actually, uh, some uh, conflict. I've read different sources. Some of them say coming out on the 3rd. Some of them say coming out on the 4th. Mm. So either today or tomorrow, this game hits the, uh, the PlayStation Store. Most likely today, most games come out on Tuesday. Uh, a game I've been looking forward to for a while roots and even though it is a uh, a bit of a walking sim uh a bit it's also a bit of an enigma something that uh, draws me uh it looks strange roots and i like strange did you um pick it up already or can you get it pre-order or no i don't think you can get this one on pre-order mm. but i am going to pick it up i'm i'm quite certain i've been uh, looking for a reason to get back into my playstation vr this and with it? separation i think i've found the reason yeah yeah absolutely uh, anyway, be on the lookout for this one, uh, you know, today. And, and we'll be talking about it on an upcoming episode because I do think I am going to pick this one up. It really looks cool to me. And th and while we're at it here, I want to talk about another game that's supposed to be coming to PlayStation VR, that being Paper Beast. Uh, this is the big AAA release of the uh, quarter for PlayStation VR. Uh, still no release date. For Paper Beast, but uh, this one was revealed recently as targeted for Q1, quarter one of the year, and by default that makes it a March release now, doesn't it? Has to, yeah. Otherwise, it squeezes into quarter two. So, right, exactly. So Q1 ends with March, and this is a Q1 game. So 
logic would deduce that we should be getting paper beast this month another one i'm interested to check out roots i'm not quite sure where i'm going to fall on it I, i'd like to know how much is it going to cost first of all and uh i keep going back and forth on it it looks like uh, an intriguing world uh my whole question is is the story going to have enough meat to it to keep me engaged for hours to, mm. to play through the entire campaign. Uh, but as far as the look and sound aspect goes, uh, this is a beautiful looking game, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And I guess it really does depend on the price. It's like $20. I, I don't even think I would be worried about how long it is. It'd be worth it to go in there. Anything more than that, you know, it better, like you said, have an engaging story um, and something that wants to hold me in. Uh, but I think it will. I think it'll do well. I think it'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of in that same mindset. I'm down for 20 bucks, 25, maybe, uh, you, if you're going to try to charge 30 for it, I'm going to wait and see you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. All right. Roots, uh, already some great releases for March, but it just keeps going, man, because down the rabbit holes coming on March 26th. Um, you know another one of these we've talked about a bunch on our channel uh i love these types of games roots i love these uh dreamlike worlds that you get to visit when you go into vr sometimes and i love third person uh third person experiences in vr this one looks very colorful looks very beautiful uh, a lot to like here yeah i like the fact that it's um takes place in a storyland that we already are familiar with but like as a prequel so there's no predestined things i mean obviously we know some things aren't you know the mad hatter's not going to just suddenly die if he's in there you know there's some things we can know um but uh i don't know i just think it's exciting i, I want to go into this world and see it you know so that's my biggest draw and i think the gameplay looks amazing as well yeah, I agree. It looks like uh, a lot of the things I like about moths are present in this game, but so much more. You know, you have the switching viewpoint in this game from first, third, first person to third person. Uh, you have a much more surreal, dreamlike environment, as I mentioned before, which is something I always love. And, uh, yeah, I, I think that this is going to be one of the sleepers of the year, and uh, hopefully it's as good as I think it's going to be. Yeah. All right, and then comes a lesser-known title that we just spoke about on our last episode, Hyper Wheel Overdrive. Uh, simply put, this looks like uh, To the Top meets Twisted Metal, and it looks like uh, basically fast and frantic fun, right? Yeah, I just like the fact that you're flipping around and going up ramps and jumping and upside down and shooting, and it just looks like there's just chaos going on, and uh, I like it. Yeah, it very much looks like a, like a Gen 1 VR game, a Gen 1 indie game, but it looks like one of the good ones. It doesn't look like super jank like some of these games look. Uh, this one just looks fun, and it looks like there's a lot of variability, not only to the gameplay, 10 different game modes, mind you, but uh, a lot of variability to your, your, your car, which can become a plane or a boat or God knows what else. Um, this just looks fun. And, and sometimes games don't have to look super beautiful and triple uh, A graphics uh, to be fun. And this just looks like one of those. It's just fun. Yep. So I can't wait. 
All right, so that's going to wrap up the uh, games of the month for March, right, Roots? A, a, a banging month, uh, six solid titles that you can't go wrong with, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's only six because you, um, like you said earlier, you know, we you went through and you selectively picked only the good ones and left out well, all yeah, the I'm shit. Not, right, so. right. I'm not going to just put any old shit in our games of the month for March. Only the best in a month like March. And uh, I think these six titles, um, I mean, can you think of anything that's better than these games? No, especially Bizarre Barber, dude. Like, (laughs) there's a game out there better than Bizarre Barber that we didn't talk about coming out for for PC VR. Um, Then, uh, yeah, we're screwed. I mean, there was that one that we, uh, what was it? They they dropped like 20 minutes of footage yesterday. What was it called? Yeah, I think it had to do with, um, I don't know. Gorilla likes this this series. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. N- enough's enough. Half-Life Alex is coming out yeah. this month. Roots D-Day is upon us. And uh, to be quite honest, uh, I was kind of feeling the hype a little bit, but not really until now. When, when I saw all this new footage, I, I watched it, and then I watched it again. Man, Roots, uh, this is going to be the game of games, isn't it? Yeah, man. The, everything about this, like, um, I was watching this, and I was trying to put myself in a flat gamers mode of somebody that um, is getting ready to play this and uh, was kind of apprehensive, you know. Saw the trailer, thought, nah, it looks good, but maybe it's going to be one of those experiences like all the other movie experiences or game experiences, the big ones that come out that suck. Um, and then got blown away because I watched this footage and it blew me away. I'm like, Oh my God. Now, one thing I will say, um, I was looking in the reddits, man, people were freaking out already. Oh, this is teleport only. And, um, like I, I, it's like, they didn't know the tested video was out. It's like, they didn't watch the nine minutes of footage that specifically switched over to smooth locomotion halfway through. Um, it was weird, man. People want to freak out. I even seen, I've even seen people after watching the footage, they've said, um, I hope it's implemented well. And I'm thinking, you just watched it. Like, uh, I don't know. Man. I don't know. Yeah. People are weird when it comes to their, uh, simulation fantasies with VR. Uh, look, you know, obviously the teleport, uh, it's just an option. Uh, they showed it switching over to the smooth locomotion seamlessly, I might add. Uh, but let's play devil's advocate here and let's say it were true and it were teleport only. Uh, this teleport, it looks pretty damn solid, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, and you know what somebody said earlier, and it's not teleport only. And I know why people are freaking out, um, the purists or whatever, but you know, Imagine you're somebody, I, I somebody on Reddit, and it, it just was perfect. They said, I used to bitch about wanting every game in locomotion until I tried VR, and now I want teleport, you know, because, or however they phrased it. Basically, they figured out they don't have VR legs. They get sick. Um, so all we have to do is really put ourselves in the position of somebody that gets sick, man, and then you realize, okay, teleport needs to exist. And like you said, it's a badass teleport. It looks phenomenal. And um, I'm with you. I'd like a, a, a mix. I want to be able to do both um, at the same time. And uh, because I think uh, it will make 
fighting a lot easier than trying to run behind the wall as these crabs are jumping in your face, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I always prefer the uh, smooth locomotion, but at the end of the day, this game looks so good that even if it were forced teleportation, I still think it would probably, it's probably going to be the best game we ever we've ever played right yeah yeah everything about it the story you know that was one of the things you and i were talking about before we filmed um just the comedy of it like you know as the guy's telling her that uh um you know she asks about the uh, syringe you know that she finds and asks if it's poisonous and he asks if there's skull and crossbones on it you know and she says no and he's like yeah it's probably it's probably not you know um it's just funny it's it's you can tell it's it's got the same humor as the uh the original half-life and um it looks good. Yeah, the, everything about this game looks like it has the, the the standards and level of quality that Valve has become known for, and that in itself is an exciting prospect. Uh, you you know, I've kind of debated going back and forth whether or not I'm going to play Half Life Two before I play Half Life Alex, but upon watching this, I, I don't think I am. Roots. I think I want this to be my first experience in the Half-Life universe. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. A lot of people, um, they feel like you need to have that story. You need to finish episode two so that you can seamlessly move into this storyline. And, and to be honest, I just don't, I don't give a fuck, man. I just want to play it. I want to experience the story from where it's at and go forward. I don't care about the past. It doesn't matter what Alex was doing before. I know what, what's, what's going on now that matters to Roots. Well, so. Well, here, here's the thing with this game. I only have one really big concern about this game, and that is I think that the this 12-hour campaign is going to go by like that. I think that it, before you know it, this thing's going to be over with, and I'm going to be left like, oh, no, no, I want more. Well, at least now, if I don't play the Half-Life 2 beforehand, and I really want more, like, really badly... Uh, that's something I can do afterwards, right? Everything about this just looks phenomenal. The uh, the, the real-world interactions. It looks like, first of all, uh, that it, everything that's good about Boneworks, they took. Like, the, the, the world it has that sharpness and immersion level like Boneworks has, and they have just enough of the uh, physics to, uh, to, again, make the game very immersive, but not so much that uh, that it's going to bog you down with getting through doors and doing menial tasks. No, I like the one, one of my favorite things about watching these videos um, is just the gunplay and uh, and just crafting that gun and, and that sight. Does that sight not look badass? Like not only does it give you the, the scope and be able to see, but it highlights the uh, enemy's um, weak points. And so sh the person's shooting their legs and blowing them up and shit and uh i just think it's cool man i love being able to craft my own weapons kind of like you said scraper gauntlet you know that's why when as i'm looking at the scraper gauntlet i, I was literally thinking of this game you know i want the story and the action as well as the shooting this has everything doesn't it i mean it's just amazing yeah and, and on a on a different note could you imagine playing this right here uh with smooth locomotion, how much more difficult this would be for this person. You see how they're kind of skipping behind all of the, uh, all of the cover. Uh, I imagine if you're trying to run around in here, it's going to be a lot harder. Yeah. So I'm going to find that out West because I'm one of those people that, um, 
if I can do it, just full locomotion, I want to do it. Um, uh, yeah, me, me too. But but it's nice to have the option, right? Yeah, no, it's good. It's good to have options for everything. And and you know, I I would rather it be like I said, uh, like Gunheart or um, or Doom VFR or something where you can teleport and locomote at the same time. Let me choose what you know in in real time what I need to be doing. You know, because it's it's funny, man. People they they they'll say, man, it's not realistic. You got floating hands, brah. You know, you're teleporting around, but my magnet hands, that's, that's totally normal. That's, that's real life, you know? Yeah, right. At some point, either you suspend belief or you don't. And, uh, like but I, dude, she's, she's wearing gloves. So that obviously explains the magnet. Hands. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's true. That's true. Well, and the floating hands, you know, I don't know, man. I just don't second. I, I don't think that far ahead. I would rather not have the inverse kinematics in my face with the weird janky arms. Um, you know, Valve obviously knows what uh, the devs of Boneworks didn't know that uh, you shouldn't have those arms in there, you know? So. Right. Well, um, so yeah, uh, you, you know, another thing uh, that I've noticed when it comes to this, obviously, uh, the the locomotion looks great. The the graphics and sound are just friggin' phenomenal. The lighting, unbelievable. Um, you know, I always kind of got a vibe from that first trailer that this might be kind of have horror elements to it. Dude, this looks like a full-on sci-fi horror game. I mean, it doesn't look like it has horror parts. It looks like the whole deal is going to be pretty intense right yeah that's what somebody said in the discord and it really resonated with me today they said that this this game looks like it's uh could be nightmare inducing you know like uh for the wrong like for scion you know i know he he doesn't play zombie games because of of how his dreams get very vivid he's a very vivid dreamer um and uh this would be something that i i might second guess myself if i thought i'd be facing those face crabs you know there's something creepier than average with those things like as you see these people attacking you they've got those fucking things that are on their heads man and now i'm thinking if that thing gets on my head i become that thing i don't want to become that thing wes and that's creepy as hell man um i think it's going to be i think it's going to freak a lot of people out and uh yeah it's got similar creep factor to something like uh the last of us i don't know if you've played that but uh the uh, creatures in that game, their brains are infected with uh, cordyceps mushrooms, and they're, they're, they're very similar to these head crab uh, uh, people that, that you're fighting in this. Um, did you notice uh, that there's a lot, of, um, a lot of emphasis on throwing and catching in this game? Uh, it seemed like uh, more than any other game I've ever seen, that they're, they're placing a really heavy emphasis on that. And if you think about it, it actually makes a lot of sense. If you're trying to immerse a player in a world, uh, being able to do stuff like that, uh, it, it builds the immersion, right? It makes you feel not only kind of like a Superman badass, but like you're actually there grabbing real objects. Yeah, well, not only that, but like you see in this video here, the person's using the... Um like the trash can lid and different things to try to draw out the, the crab, trying to like get them to, to, to jump out. And so that's kind of interesting in, in that respect as well, using it for, you know, to, um, to draw enemies out. So 
Uh, and then the, they throw that um, the, the the tanker at the one, and it throws it back at him. And that was kind of surprising yeah. to me as well. I was like, yeah, that's crazy, right? Yeah, it makes you feel like that these uh, alien life forms that you're fighting up against here, uh, that they, they, they're not just animalistic. They, they have some intelligence as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. I, I really have, uh, you know, I really hope this game lives up to, to the build up because uh, I've built it up to be this, uh, this thing in my head, uh, that like, it's going to be by far the best game I've ever played. Uh, and honestly, roots, I think it is uh, from what I'm looking like here. It looks like it's going to be a 12 hour, you know, cinema level, sci-fi epic but you know you're not just watching you're participating and it does not look like it's going to be easy to get through do you think it looks a little bit like a walking sim no i'm just kidding um this is definitely not a walking sim but now nah, this is hands down looks like it's going to be the best game even this like he puts a little bucket over that camera's head you know um just little shit you know uh it's it right. made me really psyched to, to try it Attention to detail, not only with the physical world and the gameplay, but with absolutely everything, a different standard. And again, that's what people keep telling us about the Valve games is that they have a different standard. And uh, I mean, just look at this lighting in here, Roots, the shadows and everything looks perfect. I mean, it almost look, looks ray traced, doesn't it? That's exactly what I was going to say is I saw somebody say that earlier and it made me think, yeah, it does. It looks very... Um, like it's been ray traced, uh, or the ray traced technology for sure. Sure as fuck, don't look like a uh, a VR game. Looks like a AAA flat game, doesn't it? Nah, that's why I think it's gonna blow everybody away. You know, all these people coming into VR, even the peanuts, the packing peanuts, man, the way that it explodes and they go flying everywhere. Um, it's just very, it's just done very well, man. How, so obviously the environments are very interactive and searchable environments, which you know me, I love that. This is automatically going to go from a 12 to a 16 hour experience based on the fact that I can search through trash cans on my way through the game because I'll look through every one of them. That's how I am. Um, do you think that these environments themselves are going to be very big like uh, or do you think it's going to be like a pretty linear experience? Mm, that's a good question. Like even the uh, original Half-Life games were, were open, but they were linear at the same time. At least the, the bit of Half-Life 2 I played. Um, so it doesn't look like you have many options as far as which directions you can be going, but I don't know. So yeah, that's, that's the way it looks to me too. It looks like it's going to be like uh, The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners where you're in this... Uh, uh, very highly interactive and searchable environment with lots of little things that you can uh, look through. But, you know, this is the path. Don't stray too far. Yeah. Yeah, I don't need, necessarily need a huge open world. Um, but that's where I was right here is where he, they sh he shoots the, uh, the weak spots. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's an awesome touch. It's a, I mean, the fact that you can see it with that scope that he just crafted or she rather just crafted uh, pretty awesome concept. Uh, and, and again, look, look at how realistic the, the environment looks here. I mean, uh, we haven't seen anything. I mean, the only thing that compares to this in VR that I've played is Boneworks, but there's so much more detail here than in Boneworks. Boneworks is pretty bare bones to be quite honest. Whereas this, this is a fully 
fleshed out, you know, post-apocalyptic world that they've, that they've managed to create here. How good do you think this lighting looks? I mean, it looks amazing now, but in VR, it's just going to, this is going to be phenomenal. Yeah. And now, and now you see why people are running out with their G notes, trying to, to buy valve indexes all of a sudden, uh, because they know, you know, that they, they, they know what this is going to be. Uh, and to be honest, it's a little bit poetic, right? You should, you should have uh, listened to us last year when we told you to get headsets because now it's too late guys. Now yeah. you don't get one. That's classic. You were just saying that, you know, before we started filming, you know, all these people, um, now uh, they see this, this trailer and they're like, Oh my God. And they're rushing out to buy headsets that don't exist out there. And, um, and they're going to get stuck with the cosmos or the, um, uh, windows mixed reality, which, you know, they'll work. They're just not going to be indexed. And, um, you know, you know, all these flat gamers, they, uh, they pride themselves for having the best and, uh, they're not going to be able to. The index isn't out there, and the second best rift, it not, it's not out there. So, you know, honestly, uh, even if those guys get stuck with the worst headsets that we have, I think this game is going to be so good. And you know, as a first VR experience, something like this would be so impactful. I mean, how could you go back to a monitor, even on a Cosmos? How could you go back to gaming on a monitor after playing something like this? Well, the only way I could do it would be if there was no other good games like this coming out for, because that's the thing is like, no matter how good each game is, if there's not another one behind it, um, there's on flat games, they're just one after another, bam, 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 bam. Um, and, uh, so hopefully we'll get to that point where we're just, it's just all AAA. Well, even today we've got five solid ones from the last six months that we could throw at them. Sure. And, uh, I mean, honestly, we could go 20 deep if uh, it isn't all about graphics. I mean, there's 20 great games on PC VR, uh, especially when you take into account the ones we just read off that are coming this month. I mean, hell, there's seven this month that that look fun as, as can be. Yeah. And it, maybe you want to take Hyperwheel Overdrive off of it because of the, uh, you know, the indie graphics. Those other six, I mean... Th- those are beautiful looking games, right? Yeah, absolutely. It, it just goes to show that the standard was raised with Asgard's Wrath, and I think that the bar is about to be raised again, Roots. It's it's going to be interesting to see what comes after. Yeah, Asgard's what? After this? <laughs> yeah. Right. It's going to be the uh, the um, Half-Life effect, which I mean is shit, man. It needs to be that anyway, because once Valve enters the uh, the arena, everything changes. So that's the one, yeah. that's the biggest thing that people, uh, you know, I know pe- we've mentioned it before, but man, the Source 2, Gary Mo- Gary's Mod 2, um, that is when things are going to get phenomenal. When people are creating things, the next Counter-Strike in VR or whatever. Because uh, a lot of people don't even know that, you know, a lot of those Valve games started out as fan creations and just got built into a game, right? So Yeah, yeah when they opened this up to the Steam Workshop, uh, sky's the limit right yeah i want to see some of the mods they'll have some pretty cool mods for this game in general that'd be pretty cool yeah man it's just so beautiful uh, i look forward to it man i really do i look forward to not only playing this game in its initial form but to see what it becomes over the uh, months and years ahead did you warn your family not to bug you when this comes out for at least a week <laughs> 
I'm just going to. Well, I mean, my kids are kind of oblivious to it, but my wife knows. She, she sat and watched the, uh, the uh, trailers with me today, and she was as giddy as I was watching it. Oh, I bet. Yeah. She, she was just staring at her arm like, come on, you got to heal. We got three weeks, you know. Yeah. So is there any part of her that wants to jump on uh, any hoverboards or? <laughs> no not at all never uh no no her whole thing was uh when we were watching this today she was torn because uh you know this is coming and she sees how awesome it looks and how next level it looks but honestly she wants she wants to get back into the walking dead mm. because that's what she was playing when when she got hurt oh i bet well it's good that you've gotten so far through it so you can be playing this she can play that yeah well i'm, I'm well, that's the the great thing about it. We don't have to just have chocolate cake now. We can have some caramel cake and some tiramisu and uh, hot fudge sundae. We've got enough great stuff now that we could bounce literally from great game to great game to great game. And, uh, you know, we never have to play crap anymore. It's, it's pretty cool. It's getting that way. A year ago, it was a totally different story, right? Even when we started the show, it was a totally different story. Like, uh, yeah. where are the games? We have no games. VR is dead. Yeah. Yeah. Look at me now, Ma. Look at me now. It's crazy. Anyway, that's going to wrap up our March uh, releases. Did we leave any out? Screw you if you think so, because it's Half Life Alex. Uh, and uh, besides, you know, the few we listed here, man, it's hard to, it's hard to dismiss the other ones, right? Like, Down the Rabbit Hole, Lies Beneath, The Room VR separation paper i mean good god what a month we have ahead man yeah yeah they're all exciting um and a couple of them i'm really really super psyched for like lies beneath i think that's yeah. my second biggest one compared to alex it's going to be an interesting conversation when we come back here in a month and we look at the month in review and we're trying to pick the games of the month i mean obviously pcvr is probably going to be locked up but uh, we have some debate when it comes to PlayStation and uh, Quest. We have some pretty heavy debate. Yeah, who knows what will drop too, man. There might be something that comes out that we're like, man, that blew everything except for Alex out of the water. That's the thing. There's always something, is it there? Yeah. There will be something, something else that's not on this list that we're talking about when we come back a month from now. There always is. Call of Duty VR just drops out of nowhere. No, I'm just kidding. Population one. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, Phil Yarn was just telling me that's, that's I guess he said that, uh, what was it? He said, that I asked him what the reason was that they. Uh, he, he said he thinks that they're porting it over to Quest. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which, how cool would that be? I mean, if you're going to have a, a Fortnite of VR type game, I mean, obviously you'd want it to be on the platform that everybody has. I mean, it's it's incumbent that you have people in multiplayer games. So you kind of have to have cross-platform play, play from the get-go, right? Yeah, I just think that should be a no-brainer. Why would you not want to have every platform playing together? You know, it's weird when they don't. From the beginning, because, I mean, you don't get a second chance to launch. You need to have a fair price, and you need to have cross-platform multiplayer ready at launch, or what the, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. You're shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah, you might as well not even release at that point. Anyway, friends, this has been a fun one. Uh, we got a fun few weeks ahead. Be sure, uh, if you're not already, that you subscribe to the channel. Click that bell so you can stay up with all of our content. 
uh it's gonna get interesting isn't it roots yeah yeah for sure um and uh i think it'll be exciting to um to see what uh i don't even know i don't know what i was gonna say this totally <laughs> went out my head yeah well with all of the new releases coming up this month and all of the surprise ones that are sure to come uh definitely a month to be watching the virtual strangers channel definitely a time to be a member of our discord if you haven't already there's an invitation in the description go down there join the club we're getting bigger every day aren't we roots yeah actually we had a lot of people join this last week with the contest and stuff and uh there's always good conversations and um we're uh doing the uh because i said so and we want to include you guys in it so join for that reason as well yeah yeah if you guys want to make us play something you know, get on there and tell us. We are open. We are here, but to serve. Yep. Anyway, with that said, friends, we would like to thank you once again for watching and for Roots. I'm Wes. We'll see you tomorrow, friends. Bye-bye. Take it easy.